In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Jamal White. I'm Andy Baskin talking about the Browns right now. They get set to go off to Houston on Sunday, and uh, Deshaun Watson will see his first action after 11-game suspension. So, Jamal, I want to ask you, this is a media thing. So, Normally on Wednesdays, as you know, the quarterback of the starting quarterback for the Browns of the next week speaks to the media to talk about the next game and maybe even reflect back on what's happened so far or, or other things going on. Today or Wednesday when we tape this show, um, the Browns decided not to have Deshaun Watson speak. First of all, what do you think of that? And uh, yeah, what do you think of that? Let's start there. Well, I, man, I think that's smart, man. You remember we talked about that um on the show too you know what i'm saying like i think that's smart why get caught up in the media stuff it's gonna be a media frenzy he's going back to houston where it all went down where the team you know allegedly knew about everything they're gonna try and get him off his game right now the browns want him focused on what he has to do i'm sure he's gonna have to answer questions at some point you know if he performs the way that people think he's going to perform those questions are they turn into questions like how did you feel um going into a game today how did you how did that feel being back on the field after so many years how did that blah, blah. so those are the questions they probably want to answer but the reality is the browns just want to keep him safe man keep his head right what do you think about this whole tony busby thing the 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 attorney for the defendants, um, who's invited all the defendants that he settled with, to sit in the suite. But to me, that's just straight. Forget about everything. That's just, that's just straight Jerry Springer. That's the Jerry Springer show. That's like I think that's what he wants. I just, you know, that this is the first time where I've kind of been like, man, as a lawyer, this is he's just a. I don't. It's Jerry Springer. That's all I can say. That's the best way. He's trying to create the Jerry Springer show. Like I have sympathy and compassion for anybody uh who is accusing deshaun at this point but they've settled and that's isn't that really what a settlement is when you settle you settled the story at yeah. least in the courts now in the court of public opinion that's what he's still trying to manipulate do like so let, let me let me hit on this real quick because it's crazy to me what people will do for attention you know what i'm saying like if if you're going to settle something, settle it and, and move on. That means that if I'm going to take your money or if I'm going to tell you, you know what, we're done. I didn't wash my hands of you. I ain't trying to step back in that arena with you. Wait, are you giving me money? Because I'll stop right no, here. No, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah, not. I'm I trying to, get, I'm give trying me to some dig money. in your pockets. so but, excited. Oh. <laughs> but if this lawyer is doing that, this this he ain't right. And if I'm one of those females and – I'm going, and I'm really, I understand being strong about certain things, but if I'm really done with the situation, I'm, you can invite me, but I ain't going. Why am I going to go? I done got what I wanted to, well, I done got whatever I settled for. Why am I going to do that? You know what I mean? You just drawing attention to a, a situation that you really, that you claiming you didn't want to really be in. Now you putting yourself right back in it. That just don't make sense to me, man. Like, I, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't even condone nothing like that. All right, back to the football part of the story. If you're um, 
I'm just trying to think. If you're Nick Chubb, what do you think of the fact that you've got Deshaun Watson next to you now? I think defenses have to plan on both those guys running. The one thing that, you know, you want to go back and look at Jacoby Brissett, like I don't know that there was ever a fear that he was going to run for a first down. Now I think defenses have to plan for, you know, plan A, plan B, or plan C. I think the Browns offensively, despite the fact fourth best offense in the NFL, are way more dynamic now because you know they have a guy that can extend the play longer than their former quarterback and can run the ball. What do you think of that? And what does this mean to the running backs? I think I think um, for the running backs, they're going to love it, man. I mean, at, but here's the thing. They're going to love it and hate it. <laughs> because when you have a running quarterback like that, packages could change real quick. You know what I mean? To where you can put a, a QB draw in. They ain't writing up a QB draw for Jacoby. They ain't happening. But so they can put in a QB draws. They can put in um, QB sweeps. It's going to be uh, a lot of, what is it, RPOs or whatever those are called. It's going to yeah, be a lot. Pass option. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of those now. Did they I not mean, have those, or they just call them something different when you played? No, dude, we didn't. You know, the NFL goes in segments, man. You know, the Wildcat was the one thing. The one thing it wasn't RPOs. I, it, that didn't happen there. It was Wildcat. Were you a Wildcat? That, was there Wildcat with you? Nah, I didn't have to do that. Did you? Mine I'm saying, just, did you ever have a direct snap? I don't ever remember you. No, nah, ours was just Smash Mouth, man. Like you go, you just go get it. <laughs> It is what it is. They put the ball in your hand. Let's go get that first down. It wasn't the NFL is so so far changed now? It's it's crazy. But you still love it. You still love talking about it. I do. I mean, dude, I just love. I I like talking about the experience of it, man, because I like giving people real insight to things that actually happen. Like I, I'm not like I don't have to be like some of the ex football players that's on media now that just tell you what you want to hear, or they may be upset about things that happen to them and then they look at these other players like oh man this is crazy this should be nah i just want to be real with people all right how good can the browns be with deshaun watson <clears throat> i think the Browns about the defense i think the browns would be real good with deshaun watson or without him i don't think a, i don't think just one quarterback you need pieces man that's what people don't understand you need pieces you don't just one quarterback can change some things but they're not going to change everything. If you if you look at all the tandems, right? Good teams have a tandem of something, and it always involves a quarterback and a wide receiver. Is that not true? I'll buy it. Yeah, but it, I think we have, I think we have that wide receiver. I think Amari right. Cooper is the man. So yeah. we have to establish that stuff. So if you look at it, where's our tandem? When you look at the Dallas Cowboys, they had a tandem. They 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 had Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. They they had people. They had Emma Smith. So they had a group of people. If they just had Aikman or even Denver, when Denver went to the Super Bowl, they had what Peyton Manning and Demarius Thomas. So that was their tandem. They had a wide receiver and a quarterback, but they had a couple of wide receivers too, right? So he was the only one putting it work. So if you think about that stuff, man, it puts stuff in perspective. When you look at all the great teams, oh, my God. I didn't even say this. When when it was the Washington Redskins, now the Commanders, they had um, – who was the – what was the black quarterback's name at the time? That was back in the day. But they had two Williams? good wide receivers. Yep. They had two Doug good Williams? wide receivers. Yep. They had two good wide receivers, plus they had some, uh, some running backs. 
So there's tandems, man. So not just one person is just going to light that thing on fire. They're going to have – now, here in Cleveland, we do have Nick, who's established, Kareem, who's established. But the thing about that is we ain't running the ball like Dallas to where Nick ain't going to get touched five yards down the field. You know what I'm saying? So it's different, man. Like, so when I when I look at football – I'm not just looking at one player. I'm looking at tandems. I'm looking at running backs. I'm looking at the group of what people bring. You know what I mean? And then even with um, the Ravens, they had tandems. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, you got to you got to look at. But you're saying more overall. than one wide receiver. You're saying two, two, three, right? You you've got to be able yeah. to. Like Donald you gotta have a tandem. Has to step up to be a true two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to have a tandem of people, man. Like it's not. It ain't just a quarterback. I guess a tandem not, in in the actual word tandem means two. So you need. A well, trio. you gotta have you gotta have a trio. Then let's go trio. There you go. Very. Let's good. go four. Let, do we? How do we say four? Make it sound quad. sophisticated. Quad. A quad. A quad. Have a quad, but not a quad pull. Yeah. That would be bad. You can't have a quad pull. Dude, right, oh, so listen. The, go ahead. Let me tell you. I just thought about this. The only person, mm-hmm. going back to the Deshaun thing about how people look at him, mm-hmm. the only person that I know of that never bounced back after getting caught doing something was mm-hmm. Ray Rice. He's the only one. You want to know why? Why? You want to know why? Tell me. Because because the people actually seen the video of him get hitting that woman. It's a good they point. They actually seen it. They yeah, actually seen point. him. So and he's the only one that I know of that didn't bounce back. No one uh, you graphic. All right, Jamal, I do want to thank you for being a part of the podcast today. And on behalf of you know our entire staff, I have a one thousand dollar gift certificate to BurgerFi for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dog. So we got to tell Boy, everybody about this. Now, now listen, listen. Uh, Meredith, <laughs> if you want to pop in here on the end of the show, you got to hear this. So how long have we known each other? We've been friends for 15 years, probably. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a long time. We were, uh, we were at the Dumpy TV station for a long time, too, together. We were doing stuff on <laughs> Sunday nights. And Meredith, this is crazy. So, I, you know... He lived uh, in the in the neighborhood of not not in the same place, but there's a place called Burger Fi. Did you ever hear of it, Meredith? Never heard of it. No. Okay, they had. I mean, they had real. I thought they had. I thought they had really good burgers and they had good ice cream too. I didn't think Stop it was bad. It. Stop. So it. I come back and I'm I'm talking to him and he, he walks in the studio, and I'm like, Hey Jamal, man, I was out in your neck of the woods and. Took the kids to this place called Burger Fi. It was really good. And the only reason I'm I'm mentioning them is because they're out of business now. At least they're out of business in Northeast Ohio. And so I, I'm like, hey Jamel, man, I gotta tell you, this place is great. You got you're gonna love this place. And do and like for 15 years, we've been going, I don't know if it's been 15 years, but back and forth about this place called Burger Fi. And you tell, I mean, Jamal loved it. Like he thought it was the greatest place ever. Let me tell you something. Blatant liar. I I I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with Burger Five. These people gave you a hamburger with a with the bull stamped on it. it yeah, they would stamp it, their logo on the bread. It was pretty cool. They will stamp. First off, what the heck is a Burger Five anyway? What does that mean? You getting five burgers? 
That that's what the cost was. Fi, F I, not F I V E, F I. Well, whatever. That's I gotta that's tell like, you. Oh. I gotta tell you. I, I know a lot of people that play for the Jackrabbits. Say you know, let's say like, oh, you go to uh, you go to South Dakota, you won't understand. Don't you ever. <laughs> Don't you ever. Don't you ever. Don't you ever bring the Jackrabbits up around me. Don't you ever. Don't you ever. They, they, let me tell you something. Tell me something. <laughs> Don't you ever bring them up. The, the, South Dakota, baby. University of South Dakota. Everybody know about that. They all know about their hockey team. Why didn't you play hockey Dude. there? Why would I play hockey? How many? Well, I don't even know that. I mean, you did play pro baseball. Like, I don't know. Like, Meredith, I don't know. Did you know that he played? I mean, he was knocking on the door for the Mariners, and he walked away. He walked away from it. I mean, Kyler Murray walked away from the athletics. Oh, that's true. More, more, there's more money in football, right? It depends. (laughs) Like, if you (laughs) you last longer in baseball for sure. But if you get on the 40 man, it's it's more money in baseball, guaranteed. But not how I had to do it. I had to go through the minor leagues and all that. Man, you could be I could be a I could still be a rookie right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So you, you uh, still- again before getting uh, your minor league baseball career, which I did, did would I don't if I go to minorleaguebaseball.com, do you have any stats over there or no? For minor yeah, league baseball? I got some stats, all right. Got some stats, all right. I got up and left. That's one stat that you're gonna see. You 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 gonna see a bed with undone blankets and a, and a black dude running up out of there. That's what you gonna see. You gonna see that stat. Seriously, you, you gotta it. tell people. You I don't know if we've ever told the story anywhere. Tell people how you you left the. It was the Mariners, right? Yeah. All right. Tell yeah. tell tell everybody what happened. So. I, I had to go and get like uh I, I was a leadoff hitter. So all the time I get hit with balls. Like it wasn't no tennis balls. They they were like fastballs. So me being me, I'm from the hood. I'm jumping out the way. I'm not gonna stand in there and get hit with a ball. That's stupid. Take one that's, for the team. Good. Yeah. So they wanted me to crowd the base and all that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I went to the dude who uh, got me drafted, Scout. and I went to and I, I went to him and I was like, "Hey man, how do I get out of here? <laughs> how, what do I gotta do?" He was like, "Well, you gotta go to a university somewhere, and they can't mess with you." Shoot, please! I went, put my sent applications to anybody who wanted sister of the poor. Trailer park, you, I, whatever, Wh- whoever, whoever would take it, I gave it to him. So South Dakota was like, okay, we'll come. Now, I didn't even have a football scholarship. I didn't have nothing going on. Nothing. I jumped out of that daddy late night, bye, hit you. Got to South Dakota, and then that was But it. you did you even say goodbye to anybody with the Mariners when you – where were you? Were you in Arizona or something? No, I was in – um. Lancaster, Palmdale, or whatever, but no, somewhere in California mm-hmm. near you. Yeah, that was like right by my hometown. No, nah, was it? Like, I'm not. You just said I'm out. See you, peace. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not. I'm, See you later. I'm not. I'm. I don't want nothing to do with it. But it worked out. So it's it because it, now it. you're here. This is your dream. 
your dream podcast that you now you've been on it once and you'll be podcasting all over the place and you'll forget about us. That's what's gonna happen. Is that what's gonna happen? I'm gonna be a podcast all over the place. Is that you're gonna have your own podcast? It has been a pleasure talking with you, my friend. We appreciate you for filling in on such short notice, and we will see you on Spectrum News One, your other home, when you talk about the Browns on the post game show, where you do a fantastic job carrying the host. You carry the host on that show. I just want you to know that. Well, you don't have to tell me stuff I already know. I mean, I know that. Oh, ouch. (laughs) All right, Meredith, how do you do? Was he okay? Let everybody know how he did. You did excellent, Jamal, as always. Well, thank you, Meredith. I, I I love the fact that you said that. That is awesome. And that is it. Another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. We should be back on uh, Sunday night. Uh, Daryl hopefully will feel a little bit better, and that'll uh, get us back up to speed. Again, if you like what you're listening to, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? So simple, so easy. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And if you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on social media at Game Day CLE on Instagram and Twitter. For Meredith Kane, I'm Andy Baskin. Thank you to Jamal White for filling in today. We appreciate you. It's always game day in Cleveland.